Welcome to the Dare to Date podcast, the podcast where I have the bigger conversations about dating, love, life and relationships. You know, the ones, the ones that change lives. Now, I can't believe how quickly this year's gone by. It seems to have gone by in an instant, like snap my fingers and it's done. Now, how was your year? I want to ask. Did your year turn out how you wanted it to? You know, at the end of last year, you probably thought, okay, 2023 is going to be my year off. Did it work out? Did your year pan out how you imagined it would be? Now, I still can't believe that the year's actually about to end. It feels only five minutes ago that we were here last year. And it got me thinking that I wanted to do this podcast. And whether you're single or in a relationship, this podcast is going to be valuable for you. Because I feel like life just flies by at such a rate that we don't always take time to kind of look at what has happened and look at what we want or what we want differently, right? Now, a lot of people at this time of year set New Year's intentions and they get a bad rap and they get a bad rap for a really good reason that most people have given up on them, you know, days into the new year. I like to do something different and I want to take you through that process now and you it doesn't matter even if you do it in the first few weeks of the new year because you want to take time to, to kind of think about some of these things. But I like to reflect on the year that was, right? Think about what was good, what was bad, what was ugly, what happened, you know, did you achieve what you wanted? If you didn't, looking at why is always valuable. And instead of setting New Year's goals, I like to set an intention like, what do you want 2024 to be about? Do you want it to be the year where you finally find love? Do you want it to be the year of adventure? Do you want it to be the year of finding yourself? Do you want it to be the year of creating the life that you love and are happy in? What is it you want? Because what can happen is we can just go through life, and I see so many people do it, that life just ends up happening to them, almost passes them by without saying, is this what I want? So it's your time to reflect on your year. And I always feel like the end of the year gives us that perfect time and opportunity because it's public holidays to reflect on all that happened, right? That good, the bad, the ugly. Because like I said, the reality is year after year can pass by without you achieving the things that you really want. Now, one of my favourite sayings is, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. So if you continue to do the same shit, you're going to get the same results. <laughs> In fact, your habits today are perfectly set up to get you the same results. Think about that. <laughs> if you keep doing what you're doing now, you're going to keep getting the same results. So if you want something different, it really is important to take this time to reflect. And I want to tell you, it's also time to take some radical freaking responsibility for your life. No one else is going to do it for you. Now, I find people fall into a few traps. They can become a victim of their circumstances. They can blame other people. They can overly blame themselves. But I like the balance thing is, is really looking at yourself, looking at what you can do, what you can change, what you might need to get what you want. For example, 
I was talking to someone the other day and they're uh, running a marathon tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, you know, that would be my worst nightmare. But if I wanted to go run a marathon, I couldn't simply go, I'm going to run a marathon (laughs) without looking what I need to do to be able to run a marathon, right? If I've never run, I can't go run 20Ks all of a sudden without injuring myself. (laughs) I wouldn't complete it. I'd become disillusioned, disheartened. So I need to go, okay, I need to ease into running and getting fit and getting healthy and take those bite-sized steps to achieve running a marathon. Now, life is like that in any situation. Dating relationships, you know, sometimes people want to have a great relationship. They don't have the skills to have that great relationship because once the chemistry is worn off, you're left with a person that you've got to have great conversations with, be interested in them, they be interested in you. Having those skills to get on with people and having emotional intelligence is really important. So there are a lot of steps that you can do to improve your dating life. If you want to meet someone and it hasn't been happening, I like to work with my clients and go, why? What do we need to do? Where are the gaps? It is much easier to blame, oh, it's the world of dating nowadays. No one's interested in a relationship. No one wants a relationship. You know, all men are assholes, all women are bitches. But the reality is that's not true. Plenty of people want a relationship. Sometimes the way they're going about things is getting in the way. Most of my clients end up dating people they enjoy, end up in relationships. And sometimes you have to do something a little bit different to get there. So putting the blame outside yourself is quite, you know, is quite an easy way to deal with the situation. Blaming yourself too much isn't very helpful either. Or, you know, Becoming the victim of your circumstances isn't too easy. Like I say, you want to take radical responsibility. It can be too easy to fall into the trap of being hard on yourself and not, life is short. I want you to listen to this podcast and be motivated to walk away to create the life you've always imagined. And as you create that life you've imagined, you're going to be more attractive to the type of person you want to meet. So instead of waiting for someone else to be your happiness, you're becoming that happy person. You're going on a quest to see what you love and what you enjoy. And you'll meet people along the way that enjoy the same things. So I want to give you a quote about this year. Each day is a blank page in the diary of your life. The secret of success is in turning that diary into the best story you possibly can. Each day, you're given a chance to determine what the words will say and how the story will unfold. The more joyful and rewarding you make each page, the more amazing each chapter will be. And I hope you turn the story of this whole year into a masterpiece. That's by Douglas Pagels. Now, this is entirely up to you. For you to create the amazing masterpiece, Let's do some self-reflection. Now, I do this every year, and it's interesting. I got out my diary. I've I've got like a book where I record each year, and I look back, and I'm sometimes amazed of what has actually happened in the year when I write it down. 
Otherwise, I get too busy and it just feels like life's a whirlwind. Did I achieve anything? Was there, you know, like what happened? But when you take the time to write down what happened in your year, it gives you the chance to be amazed or disappointed. But if you're disappointed, you can use that disappointment to go, well, how can I change that for 2024 to be my year to get what I want? So I'm going to give you a series of questions that I want you to answer. And I'm going to take you through. So you might want to keep pausing the podcast and have a note, pen and paper as something I take my coaching clients through each year. And it's different to goals because you're actually reflecting on what is. You're setting some intentions for the last year. You're looking at the moments that gave you joy. You're looking at the ones that disappointed you. You're looking at how you can learn the lessons, make some changes. So I'm going to go through them for you. First one is what were the main events that happened in your life this year? Take the time to write them down. Now, I find that it's an interesting exercise because a year is a long time. So, and like I said, sometimes you feel like nothing's happened and so many things have happened. So take the time to write them down and, then, you know, include all the moments that you can include. The next question I want you to ask, and I'm going to take you through them. I'll chat about some. They're pretty self-explanatory, but it's an exercise only you can do. My next question is, what did you create, achieve, and make happen, big and small? All those big and small milestones, all those things that you did. And for each person, it's going to be different. You know, you might have achievements at work. You might have health and fitness goals. You might have relationship goals. You might have run that marathon that you can write down. Or you might have improved your creativity skills, maybe in art or sewing or painting, whatever that is. Then I want you to, you've gone through that process. What are you particularly proud of this year? What do you want to high five yourself for and go, oh, that was a, what could, a job well done. We don't do that often enough. And the more that we kind of celebrate our successes, you're not just going from one goal to the next. Like take the moment to go, what are you proud of? And really get into that experience of feeling what you're proud of. Then I want you to look at this year, what were your happiest moments? And it's not often the biggest things. It's the simple things in life. Maybe it was going for a walk along the beach. Maybe it was some of those great conversations you had with your friends. Maybe it was swimming. Maybe it was in art. Maybe it was in whatever that was for you. What were the moments that made you happy? Maybe it was reading a book. Maybe it was a great movie. Maybe it was the feelings that you had when you were around people. What were your happiest moments? And why I like some of these questions is sometimes we don't know what makes us happy. And when you can reflect on the things that you do that bring a smile to your face, you can then build more of those into your life. And again, remember, if you do that and you're happier, you're going to be instantly more attractive to the people in your life. Next question is, when did you have the most fun? What do you do that gives you fun? So many times we don't know that. We go through life just doing what we have to do. 
But if you know what is fun for you, you can build more fun moments in. And, you know, life is all about those moments. And look, I think for a lot of people and a lot of singles, they might come out of a a marriage, a long-term marriage, or they've been caught up in relationships where they please everyone else and they don't really know what they enjoy. I know when I left my marriage, I had to go find out what I enjoyed because I'd never taken the time to do that. And I do recommend you go on a bit of a, I call it a pleasure hunt. You go on a hunt to find an experiment what gives you pleasure, not the things that you have to do, not the things that you do for other people, but what brings a smile to your face. Go experiment. You know, if you've never tried art, go try art. If you've never tried an acting class, go try that. Maybe a cooking class. Maybe um, join some social groups. Try stuff that You'd always thought, I'd like to give that a go. Maybe it's a woodworking class. Maybe it's a golf class. Maybe it's a sport. Whatever it is, go on a journey to discover it. It's a lot of fun. And there's no right or wrong. Like, go play. If you look at children when they play, they actually they aren't caught up in anything. They just do what feels fun. So if you go, do that for a month, right, and then I do recommend do one thing every day, for pure pleasure, not because you have to, because we're often taught to be good, not do what feels good. So I want you to really experiment with that. Now, the next question is, where did you feel the most peace? This is quite different. What brings your soul peace? For me, it's often walking along by water of some sort, the river, the ocean, I'm meditating, gives me peace like those quiet moments um being with people I love gives me peace what gives you peace could be you know a spiritual experience now next I want to ask you when did you feel the most love Now, love comes in so many different forms. There's so many moments of connection. I love the book, Love 2.0 by Barbara Fredrickson. I recommend it. Great book. We have moments of connection with people, moments of love. It could be family, friends, your partner. It could be a pet. What you want to do is where? how do you feel love? What makes you feel love? If you come, I see too many singles come from a love deficit. They've got no love in their lives and they're looking for someone to make them happy. Like their life starts when they can find someone. There's a lot of pressure on someone. It's almost like um, vampire type energy where you try and get what you need from the other person. It's not the recipe for a happy relationship. So you want to go... I often get people to do a meditation. If you want to feel love, connecting with the feeling of love and joy as you do some balanced breathing is a really powerful exercise. Take my clients through it. I give them a recording of it because the more you can connect with a feeling of love that's available all the time, it changes your life, right? You know, if you can connect with with the peace, with love and what brings you joy. It allows you to then create a life and a relationship that's truly amazing. So I'm going to go through a series of opposite-ended questions. 
what was the most unexpected thing this year? For me, I had quite a few unexpected things. Quite honestly, I'm going to be vulnerable here. My year in reflection didn't quite turn out how I imagined. And I've probably spoken in it a little bit. My mum died August 2021, right? And my father died in 2003. Losing both your parents, I didn't, my mum had been sick for a while, you know, probably four years. And as much as we knew that she was going to die, it felt very unexpected. And then what happened after that is, so when someone dies and we had to sell a house, we had to sort her lifelong possessions out, which is heartbreaking, um, go through the funeral plan, all that, you know, you tend to just do what you need to do, cancelling tax, cancelling pensions, it's, it's, it's a lot, right? Plus you're going through the feelings of heartache because you've lost the person that's always been there in your life, that you always imagined would be. A day doesn't go by where I don't miss my mum, right? And I probably got into January of this year and after all of that, we sold the house at the end of December. I I feel like I just kind of didn't have the motivation I usually had. And for me, it was quite surprising because I'm quite self-motivated. I run my own business. I can go run events. I can go do all the stuff that you have to do to run a business. Come January, I just didn't have that drive and I couldn't seem to force myself to have that drive. And then you have guilty feelings because you're not doing that. You need to earn money, all the rest of it. But it took me a while and other people telling me it was grief. And, you know, I found myself sometimes just mind, mindlessly watching Netflix for hours, not wanting to do anything and finding it hard to force myself. But it was how grief showed up for me. So my year this year was a lot about grieving my mum and grief is something that's not logical and it doesn't come in a nice straight line. So that was unexpected for me this year. And, and again, like I said, I, I lost my dad and that was a big deal. But I think when I lost my mum, it also brought up the loss of my dad and all of those feelings. So like I said, my year was unexpected and for that, so I want you, to, yours will be different to what mine was. What was most unexpected? It could be quite simple. It could be, or it could be like mine. Take the time to think about it. Then I want you to ask yourself, what were the hardest moments? Because we tend to learn more in the hardest moments than when everything's, you know, rainbows and butterflies and peachy, right? So take a moment to reflect on your hardest moments your hardest moments and what you did around them. And you might have some reason to celebrate in how you manage some of those hard moments. What were some of your biggest challenges? Write those down. How did you manage those challenges? What were you disappointed by? I know that the process of grieving my mum, dealing with the way other people grieved and the disappointment around that was tough for me. So I was disappointed by some people in my year this year. Um, what did you discover about yourself this year? 
that's that radical self-responsibility and taking the time to really reflect. Because the thing is, things will come up until you discover what it is. And, you know, what's really interesting is sometimes how we see ourselves isn't how we are. You know, we might think that we're loving and kind, but we could be blunt and direct. We might have the intention in our head that we're being a certain way, but how other people see us isn't that. You want to be able to discover things about yourself. You know, you don't want to compete about anyone else, but you just want to be the, the most real, balanced version of yourself to live the life that you want and have those feelings that you want in your life. Because really it comes down to you. No one's going to do that for you. So the next question is, did you achieve what you set out to? Now, this can be an interesting one. So I want you to, again, be really honest with yourself. There could be reasons. Maybe you said that you wanted to be in a relationship this year and shit, it's the end of the year. It didn't happen. Now, there could be a number of reasons. Maybe you didn't go on any dates. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you were on apps but didn't arrange to go meet another human. Maybe you didn't give people chances. Maybe you were self-protecting because someone's hurt you in the past. Maybe you are getting first dates and not getting second. Sometimes there's a reason for that. That's where a dating relationship coach comes in. And, and you know, sometimes my clients don't want the radical honesty that I might give them. But sometimes there's a reason that you're not achieving what you want. And when it comes to dating, you need to meet and have conversations. You need to give people a chance. You need to have realistic expectations, which doesn't mean you're going to settle. But sometimes what people are looking for doesn't freaking exist, okay? <laughs> now, the other thing that I would say is my year, I, I clearly did not achieve what I set out to. And... I can be kind to myself because I was going through grief. So I can write down, you know, this year I did want to run some group coaching programs, build more of a community and do more workshops and do things quite differently because I find that singles sometimes make these instant judgments and might walk into a room and go, there's no one here. And the reality is they're missing out on good people. So my whole thing was I'm going to do it differently. But I literally didn't have the energy. So I found myself just running the same type of singles events that I did. The coaching was great, but I actually needed to take space. And that's why I've run a lot less events. And I didn't achieve those new type events because the grief shut down my creativity. So in that case, being really kind to yourself and going, yep, that's fine. Because sometimes you can set intentions, but things may happen that that's okay. So it's, it's not, um, we're not talking about excuses. We're talking about this is sometimes the way life looks and works. And typing can be a factor in things or really feeling the feelings that you need to feel and not leaving them trapped in your body and becoming bitter and twisted is important. Maybe you went through a terrible breakup and you couldn't get yourself back out there. That's fine because you're grieving too. 
and being kind and processing those feelings and dealing with them in a healthy way is freaking important. So you might have said, I'm going to have a relationship, but you were going through that process of grief just like I was. So take the time to reflect on that and do it honestly. Now, I love this next question. What were the most important lessons you've learned this year? Now, what I know as a fact is life will give us lessons and we keep getting the same lesson and the same lesson and the same lesson until you freaking learn it. So it is really important to learn it. And I often find that if you don't learn it to start with, it ends up shouting at you, right? So what did you learn this year? What were your lessons? And how will that change how you go into next year? Really important. Finally, what will you remember the most from this year of your life? I know personally I will remember that grieving is not a straightforward process and sometimes being kind to yourself. And honestly, my year I had sad moments, but I had some wonderful moments. I went on, you know, a beautiful holiday, a river cruise in Europe and met some amazing people we went to Dubai, we went from Amsterdam down to Budapest, and that was wonderful. So in the midst of everything, I will also remember the travel and the amazing people that I met along the way and those moments that brought a smile to my face. And going into the next year, I really want to build more of those in, and that's what I want for you too. Because like I said, if you're happy and enjoying your life, you're going to draw people in the same. So let's get on to it. Now it's time to look about what you want for next year, for 2024, for the new year, the year that stands before you, like that chapter of a book waiting to be written. I love that it's a blank canvas, right, that you can fill with the things that you love. What do you want it to be about? It's time for you to choose which is really exciting. Creating the life you love is about listening to your dreams, your needs, your desires, and then choosing which ones you want to focus into bringing into your life, right? So, you know, you have this dream and then you take action to make it happen. And, and you know what? It's never too late to have that life that you love. And I love my life. I love the people in my life. I love my partner, my children, my family, my friends, beautiful people that I work with. So what do you want to fill your life with in 2024? Write it down. What do you want the year to be with? Do you want to fill it with love, with fun, with happiness, with peace? You've already written what fills that. And again, if you're going to go on that wonderful pleasure hunt, it's exciting to discover what you want, right? And I'm smiling when I think about it because you know, the magic that can happen from that. What's your dream for the year? Because there is something about dreaming and visualizing. Personally, what would I love to do? I love to, I was, I was at a friend's birthday last night and they're going on a seven month world cruise I'd love to go away and travel for the year travel sets my heart alight brings a smile to my face and just expands everything 
you know, it may not be this year, it may be next year, but that's something that I'm dreaming of. And as you start to dream of it, you can make it happen. What changes do you want to make in the coming year? So if you wanted to run a marathon, what do you need to do that? If you want to be in a relationship, what do you need to get there? So, you know, there's the end. If I wanted to be a doctor, I would know that I need to go study. It's going to take me X amount of time and I'm going to do this. So look at the steps that you need to take. Even look at someone that's been successful doing what you you want. Like I know that when I used to date, I love dating. I love meeting new people. I love the experience of that. And I'm in a relationship that I really enjoy now. I love helping people be able to do the same thing. Dating can be enjoyable. And I'm not talking about dating's not sleeping with a whole pile of people, but it's meeting and connecting with people and enjoying the journey. <laughs> sometimes I hate it when people say enjoy the journey, but, you know, sometimes it's not about getting to a destination because, you know, I'll be happy when I have a relationship. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the people you meet on the way. Enjoy your life in the meantime. How do you want to see yourself grow in the new year? Become more emotionally intelligent. Become more resilient. What do you want to make happen this year? Write it down. Set an intention. Think big. You know, write the big, write the little, put it all on paper. Now, what I recommend doing is, you know, they put it on paper and put it away. And like I did, I actually literally put mine away and I looked at mine again this year. And I was kind of blown away by some of the things that have happened that I've still achieved and what I'm proud of. And it makes me smile looking back. And there's moments that make me sad too, but I can reflect on those lessons and how I've grown and that's pretty good too. But what I'm going to do this year is I'm probably going to reflect on what I want monthly to quarterly, right? So getting out this list and going, okay, adding what else gives me joy um, so I can add to it, so I can see if I'm on track, whether that intention is coming to play or not. What I next want to ask you is what do you want to feel more of in the coming year? Do you want to feel more love? Do you want to feel more joy? Do you want to feel more peace? Do you want to feel more awe or wonder or magic? Write it down. Focus on your word for the year. And connect with that feeling. You know, like I said, if you want to feel more love, I love the deep balanced breathing. Like you breathe in from your diaphragm, in for five to six breaths, out for five to six breaths. Do it for four minutes. But as you're doing it, imagine you're breathing into your heart space and out of your heart space. In and out and breathe. What it does is it calms your nervous system and allows you access to a more balanced you and gets rid of anxiety. But while you're doing that, you can connect to the feeling of love. It could be the love of a pet, a friend, or when you truly felt love. And as you're breathing in, I recommend do it for five minutes. You can even put your hand on your heart. Breathe. And, and have that feeling of love and imagine it filling up the entire room. Imagine it's got a colour I love to imagine pink and it's getting brighter and brighter. Do this every day, connecting with that feeling of love. Once or twice, you can do it in the toilet, the bathroom, before you go to bed. You'll be amazed at how much better you'll feel. Do it and let me know. So what do you want to feel more of this year? If you want to feel, have more fun, 
out and do the things that are fun. If you want to feel more peace, do the things that make you feel peaceful. For some people, they don't like meditating. They like putting music on on the top of, you know, the, as high as possible volume. I When I was on the river cruise, there was a lady in her 70s and, you know, permed grey curly hair. And when I spoke to her, she was an executive who, to de-stress, would play German techno music <laughs> at the top of, you know, top volume. And, it, you know, was it brought her peace. So whatever brings you that connect with it be aware of it now what do you want to make the year all about what do you want to focus on having a focus for the year acts as a starting guide which helps guide your choices and action to go in the direction of the very thing you want those dreams it's a way for you to commit seriously to yourself to your happiness and well-being and to create that freaking life that you love the most important thing is that you choose a focus that feels good for you. Never choose a focus for your year because you think you should, should is a swear word, <laughs> or because you think it sounds good. Choose a focus for your year that gets you feeling excited and gets you looking forward to the year ahead. So I'm going to give you three options of how you can do that. Number one, choose something you want more of, right? Like that emotion. Maybe you want to choose, I want to feel more love this year. What you do is 2024 is my year of fun or 2024 is my year of magic. 2024 is my year of joy. 2024 is my year of peace. 2024 is my year of self-love. Choose one, think about it and focus on it. It will direct you for the year. Your second option, I recommend doing two of these anyway, is choose an intention for the year. You may not know exactly how that intention is going to happen, but that's part of the magic. You set the intention and see how it grows. You just know that is what you want to make your year about. So 2024 is my year of stepping into my power. 2024 is my year of creating the life I love. 2024 is my year of having the relationship I've always wanted. Think about what it is that gets you freaking excited. Set it. Third option is choose a big change or a dream you want to make happen. Maybe this is your year you feel ready to commit and make that big change happen or bring that big dream to life. And so that if you want to choose as your year to focus to really fire up your commitment to that big dream, make it the central focus of your year. So it could be it's the year of starting my own business. It's the year of changing job and going for that dream job I've always wanted or it could be buying a house or finding love or being in the relationship that you finally want so now it's time for you to choose it's time to get freaking excited about the year that's ahead right I'm excited for you I'm excited for me and I'm going to go through this process myself because otherwise life just happens and you're going to be the end of 2024 going and I swear, fuck, what happened? I don't want that to be you. And if you're struggling with any of these things, reach out. That's what I do, right? Now, often having a life that you love and having a relationship are very intertwined. When you're joyfully doing what you love, 
the person that is the right match for you is going to come into your life. So I work with people to do both. And I love helping people create the life that they love. Because I know firsthand, it's never too late to have the life or the love you've imagined. I'm freaking living proof of that. And I want that for you. And I know from all the people that I work with that it happens. You don't have to fall for all those hard luck, bad news stories. Make 2024 your year and I'm excited let me know what happens let me know how this process goes anyway my name is Debbie Rivers and here's to 2024 being your year I was gonna say go hard or go home <laughs> anyway look I hope 2024 brings a smile on your face every single day bye for now